Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with you guys. And Jessica, hey, everybody. Happy June. Happy June. It might be some people's last day of school. So happy last day of school, last week of school. I'm sure you guys are excited. Do you remember that feeling as a kid? Like it was the best, the best, like, the last day of school was so much fun as a kid. You clean out your desk and like write in your yes. books and that was it. Oh yes. I love that last day of school. And it makes me even think like as a mom though, when school gets out, it's like the opposite of that. You're like, what am I going to do with my kids all summer? Yeah. So my oldest Jameson's last day is Thursday of this week. So it's the fourth, I guess. And it's only till like 10 o'clock in the morning. And then he's like, all right, so what are we going to do? I'm like, all right, here we go. Like camp mom. Do you have plans Let's do something for the day? Oh yeah. We're doing actually it's fun. Like he'll do something with his class that day. So that's kind of fun after school. And then we're doing baseball camp for two weeks because nice. Davy, our middle child will still be in school. Preschool is year round. So it's, it's all crazy at our house. Yeah, totally. And I want to point out total side note. Hopefully our sound is better because we just got brand new microphones. Yes. And of course I couldn't figure it out literally right before we recorded you guys, my husband's in here, Caitlin's trying to talk me through it. And both of them are like, what is going on? And Caitlin's like, you need to turn it on. (laughs) That would make sense. That on button, you know, that helps sometimes. Right. (laughs) Oh, well, here we are. Good. Here we are ready to record. All right. So today we are going to be talking about finding your passion after a really hard year. And before we start talking about that, I just want to take a minute to recognize and honor all of our teachers and what you've been through and the mountains that you've moved and the things that you've done to make learning a reality for students in just the craziest time in our lifetimes. Like you guys rocked it. So proud of all of all of you just killed it percent. And they were juggling, you know, home lives and personal things. It's so much this past year. So it's like, breathe that sigh of relief. You made it. We're here. It's summer. Yes. And if you still have a week left, you're in the home stretch, right? You're almost there, almost there. (laughs) Um, And so we think that this is really important, this topic, right? You know, we've gone through really difficult time and we've really dedicated so much of ourselves, our time, everything in our lives to, to the classroom, to teaching this year well, how do we find our passion back? You know, I was talking to, um, someone that both Jessica and I are friends with and he asked me, he goes, what's your, um, do you have like a hobby? And it got me thinking, I was like, you know, not, not really. I don't really have a hobby. I mean, I guess working out and cooking, but I don't know beyond that. Do you have a hobby? No, (laughs) until recently. (laughs) It's funny that you said that. (laughs) Right. Because my day is so consumed with work and then homework with my kids and, you know, playing with them and, it's hard to find that time for myself. Whereas I feel like I used to have hobbies, but I'm slowly starting to do things again. Like I just Mm -hmm. finished a great book and I haven't read a book just for fun in a long time. And that was one of my big hobbies reading. So it's nice to be bringing that back into my life. Totally. Was that, was it fiction? Um, no, it's, oh my God, it's so good. It's called between two kingdoms. It's a true story, a cancer survivor. So it's very heavy, but oh my goodness. I like have to stop after every chapter and just like reflect on it. It's beautifully written. So check it out between two kingdoms. Oh, it sounds interesting. And you know, as you say that about, um, your reading, I guess I do have a hobby. I love doing puzzles. You do. I remember that when we would travel on planes back when, you know, we could, I remember you doing like word searches and then you started doing like actual Actual puzzles, puzzles, which is like my nightmare. So (laughs) more credit to you. 
Hilarious. And so I think, you know, that question that our, our mutual friend asked us, it got me really thinking, you know, mm-hmm. about us as teachers, what do we have as a passion outside of the classroom? And then how does that outside passion lead to us being able to be more passionate in the classroom, right? It's like this, this win-win situation across yeah. the board. Um, and so we want to talk to you about like ways that we can find that passion after a really hard year, um, you know, in terms of rewarding ourselves with our passions, when we find successes in our classrooms, but also I think in setting ourselves up for success next school year so that we can have those passions outside of school. Do you want to talk a little bit more into this like concept that we believe in? And I, I think this is really actually a good time to be thinking about it. It's strange. It's the end of the year, right? But if we're already thinking ahead to next year, we know some things need to change, right? You can't just continue to be in that survival mode of finding a resource or a lesson the night before class and then stressing about it. And hopefully, you know, it won't be on zoom and hybrid and all these strange things. So if we can put things in place for next year to make it more of a productive year in the classroom. And then in our personal lives, like, Oh, it's wonderful. So the things we can be doing is putting systems in place for the next school year that we know are going to benefit us and our students. And so there's different things we can do, but Caitlin and I both did. We've mentioned this on the podcast many times is we batch planned our lessons. That's a system, right? When you can plan ahead for the year. So you have your game plan, you know, what you're teaching on any given time, then you're not stressed the night before on, you know, a Tuesday night thinking of Wednesday's lesson. And you can go on that bike ride or read the book or cook the meal or whatever it is. And frankly, we need those times in order to show up and be the best teacher we can be for our students. So that's one of our huge systems, batch planning, planning your lessons in advance. You've heard us preach about it before. Yeah. And I know it's not, you know, the, the sexiest, most exciting thing processes, but you know, if you think about systems and processes in your classroom, it actually makes everything much more efficient. It runs smoothly. And we're not just talking about batch planning as one of the systems that we use, but like in terms of what is your classroom management structure? What, how do mm-hmm. people, t- how do your students turn things in? How do you collect it back? Like every little, little single little thing that you can have a process or a system for that's one last thing that you have to waste that brain space on or the time outside of your classroom thinking about or worrying about, or, you know, trying to figure out because you don't have a system or a process in place. I feel like you were going to say something. No, I'm just totally agreeing with you. And I think to take it even a step further is what kind of systems and processes can we put in place in the classroom that we can hand off to our students so Mm -hmm. that you as a teacher are not in charge of them anymore, right? You teach them up front in the beginning of the year. That's part of batch planning. Maybe that first week is like, we're only going over our processes for the year and then put it on your students. They thrive with that, right? They love having the high expectations and having autonomy in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And so we want to talk about too, you know, like just take this concept to heart. Like we really need to have systems and processes in place. We actually have a a great little podcast series coming up towards the middle beginning of June ish next week, I guess the first one airs June 8th. Um, and basically in that, we're going to be talking about, you know, fun ideas to use in your classroom, but also in one of those episodes in that series, we'll be talking specifically about two systems and processes that you can use. One of them being specifically batch planning and another one being, you know, the framework that we use to create our lessons. And so those are just two examples 
examples of systems and processes that is coming down the pipeline for you guys, but start thinking about what other systems, what other processes can I put in place? Because when we aren't wasting our, our brain space, our time outside of the classroom, thinking about these things, right? When it's very clear to us, okay, this is X, Y, Z. This is what happens here. This is how this all works. We're able to have kind of, what is that called? It's like the white space, right? In our, yes. is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, and that allows for so much more creativity in your own life, right? In your classroom as well. And just the ability to enjoy your life, right? As opposed to constantly being go, 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 go survival mode all the time. Yes. So true. And it's getting me thinking about like bringing it back to EB and our business. I mean, we thrive on systems and processes within our, you know, internal business. And last week I was able to take a vacation because of those processes in place. So I had everything set up ahead of time that needed to get done. And I could communicate with our team members so that they were in charge of it. And I could step back from a week or be away for a week and things could still run smoothly. And that is so freeing and so nice. And it's at first it's hard. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm taking a vacation, right? I haven't done that in a really long time. But at the same time I was telling Kaylin, I think I told you this, that Um, being on vacation freed up so much space that I came back and I was like, oh my gosh, I have the best idea for a future bundle. I have to write it down. And it's like, I came up with that because I had time to just relax and be in a new place and experience new things. Mm -hmm. So it's so crucial that all of us do that, you know, (laughs) take that time. Totally. And so after having right that this really hard year that we've been through that maybe you're still hanging on that last couple of days or week of school of making sure that we give ourselves the ability and we set ourselves up for the success of being able to find our passions after the year that we've gone through. And that comes from using systems, processes, just being cognizant of too, I think how much we need to take time for ourselves and find a hobby outside of the classroom or find something that gives us that freeing white space, whether that's doing an actual jigsaw puzzle or reading a book or taking your dogs on a walk and listening to a podcast episode, you know, what is it? And so I I urge you to think about that, you know, close your eyes if you're not driving and just really reflect upon okay, what can I put in place? That's going to be different for next year. You know, again, the, hopefully what we just went through never happens again, but, and hopefully next year looks totally different, but still what things can we put in place so that next year is just like, Oh, I got this. I can do this. And I have an existence outside of the classroom. I'm not all consumed by teaching. And so Caitlin and I, we mentioned these at the beginning, you know, batch planning is just one of them, but be thinking about what areas in particular would really free up space in your classroom. So for me, that was always like, okay, I know that eventually I'm going to need a sub at some point I will get sick or something will happen. What could I put in place now in the summertime so that I'm ready for the school year. And for that, for me, that was having a set of sub plans ready to go that could be used at, you know, last minute's notice. And I didn't have to worry about it. That's an example of an easy system or process to put in place. Another one might be classroom management. Like you mentioned earlier, So be thinking about, do you have a wonderful system in place or could you use something that gets your students to come in in the morning and get right down to work? Is that a bell ringer perhaps, or is it a do now activity? What are you doing to kind of streamline 
how learning takes place in your classroom so that you are rinsing and repeating activities and making things easier for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just really freeing up that brain space. You know, I think we just forget that it's, if it's all up here in our heads, I'm pointing to my head as I do that. If it's all <laughs> up here in our heads, you know, we're not giving ourselves that ability to step away ever. You know, we're always thinking about it. Um, so as we wrap things up, you know, I, we just, again, want to honor you. We want to thank you for all that you've done this year. We are so amazed by just the, what our EB teachers have done, you know, in our EB teachers club, our EB writing program, just seeing their shares and their wins in the Facebook group. And, um, it's just been a year, man. And we are just so thankful and proud of everything that teachers have done this past school year. Um, so we have another bonus episode actually coming up on Thursday of this week. We're going to be talking about the positive effects of finding the perfect mentor. And we have some interesting stories of our yeah, own. I'm excited for that one. <laughs> um, but I also want to urge everybody to mark your calendars for June 19th. I think that's a Friday or is it a Saturday? I don't have the it full calendar Saturday, a Saturday. So mark your calendar for June 19th. We're talking all about processes, systems, all of that stuff. Right. Um, and so we have a really cool event coming up. I'm not going to give you any more details other than that it's an event. It has to do with making your life a whole heck of a lot easier next school year. And to mark your calendar for June 19th, we'll have information on exactly what that is, how to sign up next Tuesday on the podcast. So we are looking forward to seeing you guys, hopefully in that experience, that event, again, not going to share more details other than that mums the word until we're ready to share with everybody. And I'm stoked <laughs> for it. It's gonna be awesome. All right, you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll see you in our bonus episode on th Thursday, June 3rd, June 3rd. Yeah, it is the third, isn't it?